everybody to the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I don't know all the stuff that you say, so you better go ahead. What's the name of the show? Do you know that? No. You probably don't want to put this on your, on your thing here. I don't know the name of my I don't know what the official name, no. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I love you. I do. But I don't. I don't know the name at all. I probably won't be saying it. I don't think I'll die. Starts with an H. There's two words. The second word starts at the end. Oh, I do know the name of this. What am I saying? Hyphen Nation. Thank you. Welcome to Hyphen Nation. Is that good? That, that was way better. That was way better. So, welcome to the Barack Obama Proof World's Greatest Podcast. That's all. I said I didn't know that. I didn't expect that. You don't even like it when I say that. Oh, Hyphen Nation. I'm your host, Kellen Conley. And uh, I have a special guest once again. This is her fourth appearance. Is it really? It's your fourth appearance. Fourth. Wow. Yeah, you're you're in the four-time club. Yes. The only person that got you beat is Marcus. Oh, boo, Marcus, boo. Yeah. Boo. I have my lovely wife. Oh, I'm lovely. Angel Conley here. Hi. And we're mobile. We are. We are. We're, we are headed to Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Because we're going to check out uh, Fresh Fest, yep. which is the f- nation's first black beer festival. And my uh, some people I know, my acquaintances, because I met Day once, never met Ed, Ed. Uh, Day, Day Bracey and Ed Bailey, um, they are part of it. This is the second year they're doing it. And... Um, they do the Drinking Partners podcast, which is well-renowned up there. I believe it's still being voted as Pittsburgh's best podcast up there. And we're going to go check it out. Might see Day and Ed and say hello. If not, then we're just going to sample a bunch of beers and go check out these food trucks. Yes. So we're, we are away from Aaliyah. Aaliyah wanted to go, and I said, we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. But she's having she's having fun with Nana and Uncle Christian. We hope. <laughs> she is. She was very excited, and it makes me happier when we leave her with them, and she's excited to be with them. So she is. Now, last year when I had my friend DJ Hollywood on, we actually did that interview on the day of the first Fresh Fest. So now it comes around year two, and we are actually going up to Fresh Fest. But I haven't had Angel on the pod in a minute. And I've been having issues. <laughs> yes, I know. They, they know all about it, so oh. it's fine. They heard about all about it on episode 104. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I told them how you took me to BW3s because I was depressed. And yeah. You, you got me some wings and we talked about things. Yeah. But as we slow down for traffic. <laughs> always here. Yeah. Construction. Always. Yeah. Angel took a trip in June. I did. And she went on a long, 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 long trip. <laughs> wow, maybe you feel bad about it. <laughs> I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Uh, she, she went to Italy. Uh-huh. And she went to Greece. Yep. And she took a side trip yes. with her coworker Maggie and her friend Maggie yes. uh-huh. um, to go see um, Israel. Yes. Oh, yes. So... 
I've heard bits and pieces, and there's a ton of pictures and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. But I wanted Angel to come on and tell me about the trip because I always get on here and I tell you about my trips, like the Disney episode. And uh, I'm going to eventually tell you about the Myrtle Beach in New Jersey trip here in the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. So that was awesome, too. How, how did this whole trip thing come to being? Well, my good friend, my teaching buddy, uh, Joel Courtright, he is my counterpart at South Middle. Uh, we both teach eighth grade West Virginia studies. He started um, an EF tours group with his wife, and they're taking um, an EF tours. If you don't know what it is, it's um, it's a travel group that helps um, students and and parents as well. But does EF stand for Electric Club? No. Oh. Uh, education. Oh. I can't remember the F, but anyway, EF tours, uh, it's educationally related tours. Um, but we, excuse the rumbling. Yeah. We're going through construction. It happens. Um, but we, um, got to go to Italy and Greece cause Joel started this, this group. And I was very blessed that Joel picked me to be one of the chaperones on his trip because he wanted other teachers to go with him because he knew that teachers understood the importance of, um, you know, how to act on field trips and how to help parents and students since this is very student focused. And he wants to start um, this program and grow it so that other parents and kids want to continue going on these kind of trips. So I was education be, first. Yeah, education first. There we go. So I was blessed to be a chaperone on this trip. And there was about a little less than 40 people, I think, on this trip. How many kids did you actually take? How many kids? You mean kids without parents or kids total? Because that's different because... Kids total both. Okay, <laughs> kids, I think kids we had, I want to say, kids, I think we were at maybe 16 kids on the trip total. And then we only had two children with us who were both um, outgoing eighth graders uh, that did not have parents accompanying. So this tour was very family-based. We had a lot of parents... And we had aunts and uncles and grandparents, some, to go on this trip. Um, but we only had two kids who didn't have uh, parents with them. Okay. Because I didn't see hardly any kids. I know you took most of your pictures. You were taking on your own. Like, yes. you didn't take a whole lot of group shots. No, no, no. We didn't take a lot but of group shots. I was like, how did I go on this trip half. and not have any kids with them? A little less than half were kids. A little less than half, yeah. Okay. Uh, so how much money did it cost us for you to go on this trip? For me to go? Yes. You mean to pay to, like, not counting spending money, right? No, no, to actually be able to go on a trip. Um, okay, so I had to pay the I had to pay the travel insurance fee, so just in case I got sick or something, which was $150. And then I think Maggie and I had to pay because we were doing a stay over, and I think it was $200 to do the stay over because that had to transfer my last flight to so that we could stay and I could fly back out on that same using EF tours. Okay. So I think we paid about I think I paid three fifty total to go. Before you went? Before I left. That was it? That was it. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um, because as a chaperone, um, how EF Tours works is, one, once you get the lead person, of course, gets to go for free. But then every chaperone, for every six travelers, paid travelers, um, they can take a chaperone. Um, and that, and Joel gets to pick that because he's our tour leader. Um, and like I said, I was very blessed because Joel and I work really, really well together. And um, I'm very thankful and grateful for him because this was an experience of a lifetime. And I would have never got this experience without Joel. Yeah, Joel, Joel's an awesome guy. Yes, I mean, he is. We went to his wedding. Yes, him and, and Melissa. Melissa. Oh. Yes. And I love Melissa. 
because she was my co-teacher, if you remember, like a couple years she ago was, before she left for Mountaineer. She was um, part of your uh, first winning history bowl team. She too. was. She was. The, she was the co-coach of, our, of my first winning history you're, bowl. You're down a two-time. I am a two. So that's fifty percent. Fifty percent state champion at South. So that means out of two out of the four years I've taught there, I've had two first place teams in the state. You married a winner, baby. How do you feel? I married up. Hey, I, I like hearing that. That's nice. I, I did. That's nice. Because no one else is going to put up my ass. So. Oh, I love you. I do. I thought you were going to say, I love your ass. Please well, don't say I, that. I, I love that too, but I Oh my gosh. Anyway, so it was Father's Day when I took you up to the airport. Me and Maggie. Yes. yes. Yeah. And so I dropped you off and then I came back and then I recorded episode 99 whatever. It was the Taylor Swift episode. Okay. So that was like 10, uh, 102, I believe, was that episode. Okay. And so um, I, I know I asked you these things while you're doing them. Like, I was at the airport, blah, blah, blah. Right. So... So how how was the airport like and everything once you got in there? Is it like compared to some of your other experiences with flying? Um, the airport was fine, and when we were leaving, actually, the big problem was um, we had two flights going out with the EF tours, and I was on the second flight. I was on the evening flight, and the the first flight was set to leave. I think it was like between twelve and one or something, and that flight got canceled. Oh, that's right. So the whole and that was the majority of people. Actually, there was only on the second flight. I think there was only like 10 of us on the second flight. 30 people were on the first flight and it got you had a plane with only 10 people? No, no, no. Oh, 10 of our group members. Sorry. No, there was, it was a big plane. It was, it was, well, our first flight wasn't actually because we flew up to, where'd we go? Toronto. Toronto first. Six. Yeah, we went to Toronto and then we flew out. Um, she wouldn't buy me any Italy. Raptors stuff. I wasn't even really in the I airport. said, just give me I some Raptors championship from Down Toronto. the corridor. That's what happened in Toronto. I walked I'm not even a Raptors fan, but I was like, give me some Raptors championships. Yeah, I'm going to Italy and Greece, people, and he asked for Raptors stuff. That's what he you asked. You were in Toronto. From my Italy and Greece trip. Did you see Drake? No. Is Drake hanging out at the airport? He does not hang out at the airport. I'm sorry. He has his own jet. I'm sure then it could have been there. Um, but no, the airport was fine. But then, like I said, we had the cancellation. And those poor, poor people didn't even get to fly out that day. Or till late the next day, meaning they were almost two days yeah, they didn't behind make it us. So like Monday afternoon. Right? Yeah, and they were almost two days behind us by the time we caught up. Like they caught up with us. It was it was terrible. But Joel is a champ. He made everything work. Him and Melissa. And Melissa stayed back, and Joel went with us. And Melissa, oh bless her heart, she did all the phone calls. I'm telling you, if you ever want to travel, you want to travel with Joel and Melissa because they got this. They yeah. do. They do. Hey, hey, yeah, you. You like comic books, anime, and stuff? Sure you do. Who the hell doesn't? And that's why you should listen to a podcast called Fresh. It's like audio cliff notes of ancient texts painstakingly translated by us for you. So do yourself a favor. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Trust me, we're everywhere. So don't forget, it's a podcast called Fresh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and anywhere podcasts are casted. What kind of forever? So, first flight is over to Italy. Okay, now you fly to Toronto. Yes. And that took only a couple hours, right? Yeah, I think it was two. Okay, two, and then two or three. you're in Toronto for a brief time while you unboard and then reboard. Right. And Very then you're, you're flying to Italy. Flew overnight. Yeah, it was an overnight flight, and it was a big, like, commercial plane because, I mean, it was a large group that was going. Was there an in-flight movie? 
Um, I think I watched the movie a little bit, but I was trying to sleep because you we were what gonna... movie it was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A Star Is Born. Nice. I did. It was actually the first movie that popped up, and I was like, yes, I want to watch that. But I fell asleep. I didn't get to watch the whole thing. Uh, I mean. That's understandable. You should have slept. I was supposed to because you we were hit the ground running the next seven day. Seven hours ahead of me, and then no, six hours ahead of me, then seven hours ahead of me, and then you went back to six hours. No, 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 seven. Through? It was six, seven, seven. Okay, six, seven, seven. seven. Yeah, okay. And then Greece when you went back Italy to Greece, are, I mean, you were Greece back and, at six. Greece and Israel are the same time zone. Okay. Yes. yes. Gotcha. So yeah, so I had that flight, and then I flew again from Italy to Greece, and then we flew out of Greece to Israel. And then we flew back from Israel to Greece. Then we flew back from Greece to Jersey. And then we flew from Jersey back to Pittsburgh. So I flew a lot. You did. I flew a lot. You flew almost, you probably flew almost slightly more than I did to go to Miami. Because we flew from, let's see if I remember this. We flew from Pittsburgh to Charlotte. And then Charlotte down to Miami. Well, it wasn't even Miami. It's close to Miami. And then we flew out of uh, Miami, went up to Charlotte. Then from Charlotte, they took us all the way up to New Jersey. And then New Jersey took us back to Pittsburgh. Ew, that's gross. Yeah, so you, you flew a couple more times than we did. Yeah, I flew a lot. It was, and my my legs did not like that. I can't it remember if there was a movie thing. on any of those flights. I, and for some reason, I feel like... Normally, the, the movies are only offered, I found out, like if you're on more than like, I think, like the complimentary movies are normally only offered if you're on a, like a flight of like five or six hours or more. Yeah, they normally don't. I mean, you could buy movies normally if you're on smaller flights, but uh, they, they want them to be longer flights for the movies. Because we only got movies offered to us on the two long flights. Right. Like we didn't have them. Across the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were headed over and back. What yeah. was, I mean, that's when your first time flying over the Atlantic because you went in high school. No, I went to Paris and, yeah. and London in high school. What What's it like flying over an ocean? Um, I love it, but at the same time, it's a little bit terrifying. Really? Yeah. But you, you have a thing about planes, though. I do, but mine's now more developed because of, because of, like, health concerns with my legs and stuff, my neurological disorder. So that's a, that's a bigger concern now of mine because, um, I've learned that I gotta be really hydrated and, I mean, I'm only 30, well, I shouldn't be saying my age, but I'm only 36, but I feel like with my neurological condition, because I have CMT, um, it, it affects my body different than a lot of people, which can make it harder on me when I fly and stuff. Oh, you turned 36 while you were away from, uh, away from us, too. I did. So happy birthday. I did. Happy I turned birthday. 36 when I was in Israel. I actually put my feet in the Dead Sea while on my birthday. Now, you say you put your feet in the Dead Sea. Yes. Now, is this a thing that you put your feet in the Dead Sea, or are you just saying you're excited to be able to experience okay, listen, being able to dip your toes? If you all don't know anything about me, I teach Dead history, sea. which I'm sure you know because I've said it a million times, but I teach history, I love geography, and like experiencing the Dead Sea is an amazing thing that I really never thought I'd get to do. And the Dead Sea is very, very salty. Mm -hmm. Like you could float in the Dead Sea very, like it makes you float. And so like when you step in the Dead Sea- Can you sea, swim in it? Uh, kind of. You're more floating. So I mean, it's not like a place where there, there's beaches along it. Oh, there's beaches. We went to a beach. That's where I was when I put my feet in it. Okay, well that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. you can swim. You could go out. And we didn't. We didn't that day because we were headed um, back. We were headed into Jerusalem, so it was just kind of a stop along the way. So, but the the beach. I wish I'd had water socks or some something or whatever because it hurts your feet because it's just a layer of salt, which I brought some home. You got to see that. Yes. Um, but that's all, that's the whole like ground is salt. Dang. 
Yes, and it's so salty that nothing lives in the Dead Sea. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, but that was a cool experience. It was one I'll cherish forever. Um, so you take your flight, and how long was your flight across the land? I think we were in to, um, to, let's see, to Rome, it was, I want to say it was a little less than eight hours. Okay. So you're on a plane for eight hours. Yeah. Um, you Poor get, body. so you left in the middle of the night, pretty much, left Toronto. Yeah. And so late. you get to Italy and it's in the morning. six hours ahead. Yeah. I mean, so when, did they, I mean, obviously, I guess, like, you, they cross time zones and stuff, yes. so you lost time. No, you gain time. Gain time, yes. Okay, right. Going over. Yes. Okay. So, you you land in Italy, and yes. then, so what is the move once you get in um, you get to there? Well, we get in Italy, everything kind of was a little bit different because we didn't have that second group with us. Yeah. So, they were like, what are we going to do? So, they said, well, well, let's just do to go do some exploration of Rome. And we're like, okay, that sounds fine. So, we go to Rome. Um, and we don't really have too many things planned at that point because um, we were hoping the group was going to meet us there. Um, but they hadn't, of course, got in. So they kind of take us downtown into Rome. We walk around and we can see um, the area and, and just see. It was really kind of more of a, a culturally embracing experience. Um, and we went down um, a couple of the little streets and uh, had lunch downtown. Um, which was really awesome. What I had did my, you, what'd you have? I had, um, it was gnocchi. I had a pesto gnocchi. It was really, really good. It was one of my favorite things that we had there. So they let us walk around um, and just see. Because you had guides, obviously. Y'all couldn't just like, yes. wow. Yes, Fotis. Fotis? Fotis. He sounds talking. like an X-Men villain. Fotis? Yeah, well, Fotis was a little bit of an X-Men villain. We actually ended up having to have him removed as our tour guide. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, do yeah. we want to get into that or no? Yeah. Well, Fotis just wasn't as pleasant as he should have been. We, oh, so it was just, he was just a jerk a little bit. Yeah, okay. and him and Joel were having issues. It's not like he was trying to do inappropriate things. No, 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 no. Yeah. He just, it just, his just attitude, attitude wasn't great. Okay. Um, so we, he took us downtown and we went around there and then our hotel actually wasn't in Rome. So we ended up having our, our hotel, I think it was about 45 minutes outside of Rome. Okay. So we had to get, so after we walked around, you know, downtown a little bit, um, we ended up getting on a bus and heading out to our hotel. It was a beautiful, I think it was, it looks like, honestly, but photos couldn't tell me, but photos couldn't tell me a lot of things. But, um, <laughs> It looked like it was actually an old monastery okay. that was converted. And, and let me tell you one thing that I hate about European hotels is not all of them have elevators. So I had to carry my suitcase up um, two floors at first. But then, of course, I told you what happened with Maggie. I'll tell them, too. But um, so, yeah, so we got there and we get checked in our hotel. And there's not many people staying there at the, the first night that we're there. And um, so we get in and we're tired and we're sweating and everything. And Maggie wants to hop in the shower. So Maggie hops in the shower and all of a sudden she starts screaming. And um, I see water coming out from underneath the door. Oh and Maggie's screaming and she gets out of the shower and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm not sure what's happening, but there's no seal around the bottom of the tub, around the bottom of the shower. And I'm like, well, we need to go let the front desk go. No, but here's the thing with European hotels. A lot of times if you're in an older hotel, the front desk may be in a separate building, which it was. Like, you had to walk a good ways to get back to the front desk. So Maggie's like, I gotta finish my shower first. So Maggie just decides to continue showering. Maggie then floods our room, the hallway, and it actually goes into the next door to the people who are next to us. 
Did that happen to be people on your trip? Yes. Okay, that's I good. I knocked on the door and I didn't let them know. That's I was like, uh, Maggie decided she needed to finish her shower. So finally, and this is later in the evening, um, we'd had dinner and dinner was wonderful. It was beautiful. And so then I have to walk all the way by myself in the dark back to the front desk and tell them. Well, wait, why was it dark? Because by then it was dark. It was like, when, when by the time we took it was shows. a separate building. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I remember I was the yeah, I was like, is there no power in this building? No, 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 no. Uh, so we, I, it's like three buildings away. So I'm walking down and I'm walking this path and it's not really well lit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in Europe and you hear these horror stories. Who knows? But anyway, so I walk down there and I tell them that uh, the bathroom, uh, what happened in the flooding. And they're like, oh, we'll get somebody. So she gets on the radio and nobody's available. She's like, oh, we'll get it tomorrow. And I'm like, you do realize I'm telling you the hallway is flooded. And she's like, yeah, we'll get it tomorrow. So I walk all the way back there by myself and I knock on the doors in all the hallways and I'm like, hey people, don't come out of the room unless you really have to. Or when you do realize there's a pool in the hallway. And so, yeah. So they move us upstairs. I got new keys while I'm down there too. Which if you've never stayed in a European hotel, it's really interesting. A lot of them do this and I didn't realize this. You have to use your room key to turn on the lights. So, like, when you get in your room, you put your room key in this other little slot, and your lights and your electricity won't work unless... You have the key. Unless you have the key. So, of course, I had to take the key back down, so I left Maggie in the dark, and I didn't care at that point because I was mad because Maggie had now flooded our room. So, I took the key anyway. So, I got a new key. Maggie and I packed our stuff in the dark, got the new key, went upstairs to our third floor room, which it was actually two sets, two extra sets of stairs to get upstairs. Or, yeah, two extra sets. Took my stuff upstairs, and then we get in that room, and it's about 11.30. Where's the flag flying at, Max? Um, did someone? I don't know. I it's don't been, know. I've seen it a whole bunch recently. I'm like, who? Why is the flag happening? No, I, nothing I know of. Okay, so you're on the third floor. I'm sorry, but I just anyway, had to, I had to I, Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. I'm not sure. But, so we get to the third floor, and we're exhausted, and so I take my shower, and the water pressure wasn't great up there, but I was like, okay, whatever, who cares? So I go to use the restroom, and I use the restroom, and I flush the toilet. And, again, if you've never been in a European, European hotel, the toilet tank is up at the top of the ceiling, like right below the ceiling line. That's how they where their tanks are. I don't know why. Tank is at the top? Yeah, the tank's the bowls on the floor? Bowls on the floor, tank's at the top. So I flush the toilet. Oh, wow. And everything's fine and everything like that. So then, you know, of course, they fill, it fills the bowl back up after with clean water. Well, as soon as it starts filling the bowl, water starts sprinting out the top of the tank. And it's flowing all down the wall and everything like this. And it's, by the way, it's now almost midnight. So I really don't care that the toilet, that clean toilet water is running down our wall. So, but that was just my Italian... The toilet water is running down the wall? Yeah, the clean toilet water as it's filling up, there's somewhere a leak and it's running down the wall. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but that ended my evening because I'm like, I'm done with everything at that point. I go to bed. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that was the first night? Yeah, that was all first night. See? Yeah, I know. Can you believe that? It's crazy. Jeez. Second day, we're hoping to meet up with the group. But they're still, they had one flight because they ended up on three different flights to get over there. And one of those so flights got delayed. Go? Um, Toronto, one went to Toronto, one went to Montreal first, and one went, no, maybe two went to Toronto. Okay. Two went to Toronto, and one went to Montreal. Montreal's not that far from Toronto, but it ain't like a city. No, it was, 
But I think one of them had to go actually to Jersey before they made it to the third. Like they went, they had to jump several planes. Yeah, I know. I didn't either. I love riding on them, but I don't understand why they go where they go. I don't know. My legs swell. I can't get past that. It hurts me. I was so terrified. Oh. And then after my first flight, I was like, yep, this is the only way I want to travel. I know, it's not too bad, but I get chest pressure too, which kind of gives me anxiety. I've never had turbulence though. So. Oh, we had some turbulence. Air Canada, mm, we are not friends anymore. They're the ones who canceled the flight. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just not. And then, of course, you heard afterwards with Air Canada, that was the flight that was headed someplace, and they had to turn around and go back to Hawaii because they hit such bad turbulence, they had like 35 people get injured. Right. Yeah, crazy, huh? Yeah, it's completely nuts. So then the second day was the really exciting day, I okay. think, because we went to, um, for those of you who want to visit Rome or, or have, you know, you probably have certain things you want to see, but um, we went to the forum, the Roman forum, like where government was formed, and then we went to the Colosseum, which of course, if you know anything about Rome, that's like gladiators and... I mean, amazing sights. So we went there and we got a nice tour of the forum. It's because of what happened in El Paso and Dayton. Oh. Until August the 8th. That so makes sense because we had two mass shootings, yes. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know, you're fine. Um, but yeah, we went to the forum, we went to the Coliseum. Um, and so they, they were two major historical sites uh, formation of government. Um, Coliseum. And Coliseum. Coliseum. But the Coliseum did you, was did really Did you get weird. in there and say, are you not entertained? No, but I should have. But I was kind of oh. disappointed. The only thing was, it was really cool to see the inside, but they were excavating more on the Coliseum floor. So there was all this like scaffolding and other stuff down there. So yeah. it didn't look authentic. Right. As much. I mean, you saw my pictures and stuff. But um, yeah, we saw that. Um, and the, the people who weren't with us missed the Forum and the Coliseum. They didn't get to see it. Oh, wow. Which was terrible. Because they didn't get a chance to go back and redo nope. anything. That sucks. Nope. We did have one family actually who purchased a night tour and then took, like, whatever European form of Uber is um, and Ubered over, or from, which was insane because our hotel was, like, 45 minutes out. Oof. But they they did that to go see the Coliseum at night because oh, they didn't wow. want to miss out on I bet you that was pretty, though. Oh, I'm sure it was. We drove past it. Actually, we were coming back to the hotel that night. If I ever walk into Coliseum, first thing I'm doing is playing Jay-Z, what more can I say? And then Russell, oh. Russell Crowe, we're like, are you not entertained? Oh. And Jay went, <laughs> And then we also got to see, then we had a, a day excursion where we got to go see Pompeii. Which... So how was Pompeii? Because for those who don't know, Pompeii is a city that... Uh, had the surprise volcano eruption happen centuries ago. Mm -hmm. And people were obviously living there and going about the normal day. And, and they were killed by the ash. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, Pompeii was awesome, but it was really crowded. So that was a, a factor that really played into you getting to... Like, we didn't hear our tour, tour guide very well um, because, one, he had a really thick accent and was hard to understand, and two, it was just so packed. But we got to walk through the city and see everything because, mm -hmm. of course, they've excavated and, and, you know, opened it back up again. And Do they still have like bodies that are yes. on display that are still hardened by this molten lava and by, stuff. yeah by the ash yeah oh uh, yes covered in ash <laughs> um they had we got I'd to see, see it but it definitely creeps me out a couple different people we got to see a child which is really oh, emotional man. and a dog oh so like uh fry's dog seymour on uh on future i'm sorry i don't watch that 
you, I showed you the episode. It's where it's where Fry finds his dog Crete, like kind of like that, and then he's like, I want to bring dog back to life, and then he decides not to do it because he figures Seymour had a healthy life after he died. Or he got stuck. He got frozen, and it turns out Seymour just went to their pizza place and waited on him to come back, and he never came back, and he just died waiting on Fry. Aww. It's awful. It's a great awful. episode. No. Yeah. No. But poor dog. Or see more in poor real life. Yeah, but you got to see that. So it was an interesting thing. It was, it was really interesting to see it. Very sad, though, to think about that. Because the people, of course, had no time to escape. There right. was there was no time to get away. Um, and which is interesting because, of course, we read Aaliyah, the, the Jack and Annie, which is the magic treehouse yeah. for our daughter. Um, the story which kind of summarizes what happens and teaches kids about history um, in a simplistic form. And it was it, it's really accurate. It's really, really good. So we did that. That was our extra day. And then after that, that kind of concluded our time in Rome. Okay. So you're uh, from Rome. So you, well, you wake up, like, uh, I guess, what? You stayed in Rome two days, three days? Three. Technically three, counting three the days. Okay. You get on the flight. And how long does it take you to get over to Greece? Um, I think it was, like, a little less than two hours. Like an hour and okay. 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And you hop off the plane, and you have the whole group with you now, right? Yes, everybody there. Problems. No, we, we have everybody now. Okay. Um, so what's the move when you land in Greece, then? Um, we get to Athens. We ended up getting a new tour guide. Um, her name is Sandy. We really like her. She was fantastic. No more Fotis um, had to go because him and Joel were just, it was, it was not good. It was not because Joel's a very Joel's a very laid back guy. If you've ever met Joel, I mean, like very he's like to have someone that doesn't get along with Joel, you know, there's an issue. Like so, it was just it just wasn't a good good situation. So then Sandy comes along, and Sandy's fantastic. She's she lives in in Athens, so she knows the city very very well. Um, so we meet Sandy, and um, I forgot to mention when we were in Rome, our second day, we walked twelve miles. Oh for all that we did and that was a concern by the way because we had two ladies who were over 70 with us and they they trooped through it one did one ended up well one wasn't there remember because she was on that second flight okay um the, uh, the other one was so she didn't end up having to do it but the one she was i think she was close to 80 actually did they did they know that there was gonna be that much walking um i think there was an idea that there was gonna be we i i don't even think i knew that we were gonna be walking 12 miles that, that's an awful lot like i feel like that's a lot for anybody especially in the heat because it was really hot oh yeah so yeah so um i know the most steps i've ever taken in a day when i had the counter on my phone was at stevie's wedding mm-hmm. and that was like over 20,000 steps, so I don't even think that still comes near right. 12 miles. Right. Um, so, let's see. What did we do when we first got to Greece? We met Sandy at the airport. So she was our new guy. She's like, hey, girl, hey. Um, she introduced herself, and um, I'm trying to think of what in the order we did stuff in Greece. So, oh, my gosh. I'm thinking... Um, what did we do first? I assume you went to your hotel first. No, actually, no? we never went to our hotel first. That was not... Remember, we stayed, if you remember when we were in Greece, we stayed in Lutraki, which uh, wasn't right. in Athens. We were almost two hours away from from Athens. 
our hotel was... Now, is that to keep the price down? It is. Okay. It is. And it's also to allow you to see some countryside, too. Yeah, because I'm sure it's gorgeous. I mean, because you go... I mean, you saw pictures of where we were right on the ocean. Mm. We were in this little inlet, kind of. Um, and... Mediterranean Sea, Ionian Sea. I mean, we saw we saw several different ones. Did you go eat? Um, I think we went in and we went did to. Did you pay to use the bathroom first? Oh yeah, there was paying to use the bathroom. We did definitely did that. I How much that. does it cost to use the bathroom? I think it was because we were in euros. What was it? I think it was like one euro. I had to put in to go. So, okay. Do you have any problem like exchanging cash and stuff? Or just oh, anything? don't talk about that. That's terrible. Yes, because um, they rip you off when you exchange cash. That's what I heard. I mean, they do. Um, I should have probably done it. Well, and I did find out something. For those of you who want to travel in the future, Hotel. you're better off going and taking out a large amount at an ATM in the country than trying to exchange it at the airport, because you get a better, you get more money at the ATM than you do at an exchange facility. Yeah. You do. So I, I definitely would recommend that. Okay. Oh. Um, people used to... Oh, I skipped something in Rome. How could oh. you let me skip something? Well, I skipped... The Vatican. I'm sorry. I, how did I skip that? I don't know. I don't you know. can go back to the Vatican. Oh, my gosh. The Vatican. So if you all don't know, Helen's married to a Catholic. I'm Catholic. I was raised Catholic. Um... Aaliyah goes to Catholic Church and everything. So being a Catholic, going to the Vatican was a... Uh, I can't even explain it. Like, it, for those of you who don't know, the Vatican is kind of its own country. Mm -hmm. Like this small little area. But it's very... Did you see the giant statue? Is that in the Vatican? Like, the giant... The giant statue of Jesus. Or is that somewhere else? That's in Brazil. Yeah. My bad. Well, is there a giant statue there, too? I mean, there's other... There's statues and stuff when you go through and you explore the Vatican. Like, okay. But not like that. I got my countries mixed up. Sorry. You're fine. You're fine. Um, so yeah, we explored the Vatican, the Vatican, I was really, really excited to go and experience it. And you get to go in and you get to see, you know, the church that's with the, the major church that's within there and you get to go around and see there's like, um, it's almost like a museum too. Like you get to see there's paintings and artworks and tapestries and stuff within there. And it's very, very beautiful, but right now it's very, very commercialized. Everybody wants to go through it. Um, everybody wants to see you know, just to experience and be inside the Vatican. The coolest part, I really think, of the Vatican was, you know, there's that open, big open area where sometimes the Pope will come out on a balcony and, like, do blessings and stuff like that. Right. So that was a really cool experience to get it to go out there. Um, and something that I really, really liked was I was able to get, as a Catholic, we use rosaries. So I was able to get rosaries blessed at a Mass in the Vatican. Bob. Now, yes. when are you supposed to be blessed by Pope Francis? It's supposed to be blessed right. by Pope Francis, but I don't know if I actually... But uh, So you believe that the church would lie and say... I don't know that. I think right. there might have been someone who was, you know, doing it to represent him or something like that. But they were blessed at the Vatican, and that was a cool experience for me. super cool. So I brought one back for my cousin Ivy because she was really helpful with our daughter while we were gone. Well, I was gone while he was there, but I was gone. Um, and... I bought, brought one for Aaliyah to have for her first communion, mm -hmm. and then I brought a family one so that, you know, you and I have one. Um, so, yeah, but I'm so, I'm so sorry I forgot the Vatican. No, it's okay. I cannot believe it. It's all right. Um, I've always wanted to see the Vatican. It, it is an so. amazing experience, but, like, I'm beginning to realize a lot of these very... Um, historic sites are also very commercialized now. Oh, really? Which just aren't as... 
I mean, you want because everybody wants to see him, you know. I think Marcus always says capitalism is a bitch or something. Oh, like that. yeah, I can't say that when you're referring to like the Vatican. No, you can't. Yeah, no, definitely not. It's a B. So yeah. was there like what? So how was it commercialized? Um, I think it was just at least be- the Vatican. Well, it was because about. there were so many people there. So like there were all these, you know, like what do you call them? Like the divides for how you line up and everything were everywhere. So like you weren't really experiencing and embracing just you know the ambiance of the Vatican you were seeing all the like oh everybody's in line and twisting and turning through these designated areas so it's almost like you're at a theme park in a way yeah kind of which is like I said I still wanted to see it and it was still a great experience but it it watered it down it does it does yeah oh but back to Greece all right, we're back, going back to Greece. Going back to Greece. Just took a two-hour flight. Yeah, we did. We took a two-hour flight. We met Sandy. Um, and we did we did several different things in Greece. So we um, we did a little exploration in downtown Greece. Um, we got to go to where the first Olympics was held. Oh, wow. So we went to the Olympic Stadium. We didn't stay long. We just got to go out and, and see and look. That's where I paid to use the restaurant, by the way. Okay. I, I couldn't help myself. I had to. Um, and so we got to walk around there and, and also another interesting factor is you'll have people who will be in, um, European countries who will dress up to kind of look like the authentic experience of someone from ancient times. And then they want you to pay them to take pictures with you, what? but they want to take the picture with you and then tell you afterwards well, that you need to give them money. That's kind of like, isn't it like that in Times Square too? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a. Where but it's that's like, more like, hey, a I'm kid. just like Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah like take a, this picture. It's like, hey, that's ten dollars. Yeah, and but like us, like those of us that aren't from a major city, like I don't know if we would experience that. Yeah. But yeah, there it was the same way. There was a guy. What was he dressed as? He was kind of dressed as a, like almost an early soldier. Okay. From Greece, and he was standing in front of the Olympic Stadium, and he, um. He wanted you, but he took a picture with some of our kids, and then he told them afterwards that they had to pay him. And of course, the parents were like, "No, right? You didn't say that before, right? You just, you know, you don't, you can't do that, and then be like, tell us we owe money." And they they refused to pay him. So, and he was mad. Yeah, that's not the cool kind of cosplaying. No. <clears throat> um. So we we did a little exploring of Greece. We went to um the Acropolis which I had tons of pictures of there and there was a museum actually we went the first day we went to the museum of it and the second day we went up there and it was like ancient ruins like Greece I used to be really big in mythology when I was a kid yeah so yeah that's what I was gonna say Greek mythology so um that was probably one of the most amazing experiences I had was the like going up into the Acropolis Mm -hmm. and the museum was cool too because they had um they had kind of rescued some of the like carved out pieces that were no longer attached and they were worried that over time would continue to wear due to erosion. Right. So they rescued those and there's so there's a museum to go with it and then there's the actual Acropolis. So we explored the Acropolis, we went to the museum. Um, I actually bought they they I, and I don't know if you saw it, it's at the house, but it's a little pillar. Um, and it's a Grecian pillar and it has like you can get your yeah, name put it. on it but they use it because there's so many stray animals in Athens and they try to take care of these animals so the funding from this pillar that they goes towards helping these yeah animals. goes towards helping these stray animals and Sandy is she works with this program our, our tour leader so she took us there to, and explained the situation and told us about it and um, 
but it was that was awesome. So on mine, mine says Conley. Actually, I got our name, and um, because I feel like I teach and I go by Mrs. Conley all the time, so that meant more add more meaning to it. And then let's see. So we did that, um, and then we also had an excursion to Delphi, which is also related to Greek mythology, and it was a long drive. That's the day I got sick and almost passed out. Um, from being car sick, right? No, it was from, I think dehydration okay. is really what it was from. Is what, you know, I got really, really sick and I felt really bad. And I told Joel, it's like, I'm not trying to drop like flies and, and I, I kind of was. And so we went to Delphi, beautiful experience, temple out in the middle of nowhere. Um, oh, you're getting a little picture. I'm getting a little video. Okay. Um, so yeah, we went to Delphi and um, we got to eat. Uh, at um, a cute little like family Greek restaurant. You, at this point, had you had any other food that stood out? Because you only mentioned the gnocchi. Okay, I like the gnocchi. We did have an authentic lasagna in in um, Italy. Yeah, at the hotel, which was the interesting. It was our hotel dinner, and then we had lasagna another day too at one of the dinners that they. Because most of our dinners were paid for. Um, but for three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, exactly. I know. I mean, I don't make much money as a teacher, so this was a fantastic perk. Right. Um, so, yeah, so I did love the lasagna there. That was probably my second. A lot of times we didn't end up, if we were out, we weren't always eating authentically because it was the quick grab kind of stuff. So it wasn't as, a lot of the stuff was still like. So you didn't really get too many uh, no, authentic food moments, I guess. No, not really. I okay. mean, I, as much, not as much as I would have wanted. Gotcha. Um. So, yeah, so in Greece, though, oh, I had an amazing chicken gyro the very first day we got there. Gyro. Oh, my goodness. Did they have fries on it? Yes. I think I asked you that on the phone, too. Yes. Because we had never had gyros with fries until the Greeks opened. Yeah. And then, of course, Matt was friends, is friends with the old owner because mm -hmm. it's under new ownership now. Mm -hmm. And he said that in Greece, they actually put the French fries on the gyro. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was. Um, and they, there were several courses with that one. There was like some kind of appetizer plate and they had like fresh mozzarella. And I it was, love Greek food too. Yes, me too. I me miss too. the Mediterranean market. Uh, I love the Greeks. I think they're The Greeks great. is great too, but the Mediterranean market felt, I mean, their gyros were fine, but I used to get their gyro platter. Uh, yeah. Time, so. I was going to say, Greek food is amazing. Um, I did have baklava was there, like authentic nice. baklava. One I got was delicious. Another I got was not okay. so great. Um, and then I got, so was there any other really good Greek food that I had? Those were the ones that stuck out that I really enjoyed. Um, and then Delphi was our last day, like our last, it was a full excursion day, but we did have some nice hangout time, um, like in Lutraki, which was like that nice cute little community we were staying in. Where the hotel was at? Yeah. Okay. And, um, it was nice and it was way cheaper than, uh, being in Athens. Okay. So, oh, and another thing in Athens um, Athens is an old city, and so they have their um, sanitation system isn't that great, so you aren't allowed to flush toilet paper. Oh, so the trash can's got poopy paper on it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You, in Athens, you are not allowed. Okay. Well, now that we uh, talked about how nasty trash cans are in, in Athens. And well, it's, you know, you got to... Gotta roll with the punches there. They had an ancient sanitation system, so. Uh, I understand. 
So you're completely done with Greece now. So yeah, that was the end of our EF tours trip. Okay. So everybody was headed back then. So why didn't you go back with the rest of the group? So, like I said, I you know Maggie and I were traveling together, and um, Maggie has family in Israel, and she's always wanted to go, and she's begged her husband to go and see his family because it's his family, and. Um, oh, it's Mike's family. It's Mike's family, yeah. Oh, okay. So Mike, you know, just doesn't really want to travel that far. Um, and Maggie respects that. So she decided, you know, she really wanted to go. And she asked me if I would go with her and do a stayover. And like I said, Joel's fantastic. So he was nice enough to let me do that. Because um, he has to give me permission as a chaperone. Because that was my purpose on the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, instead of flying out with them out of Athens, we actually had to get up earlier than them and uh, get to the airport earlier. Um, We took a cab to then fly um, to uh, Tel Aviv is where we we flew into Tel Aviv at the airport. Um, How long was that flight? About two hours. Was this a small airplane? Yes. Um, I think it held about, I want to say somewhere between, probably around 60 people. It wasn't oh, huge. Okay. Um, not tiny, tiny airplane, but enough. But um, it, was a, it was a really eye-opening experience going to Israel because um, Israel is really, really um, secure. <laughs> and that's the best way to put it. Uh, they go through extreme measures to make sure they do not let people into the country who may want to cause harm to their people. So the first thing when we were in the airport, like Maggie and I get up to check in, just get to check in and check your luggage and all that good stuff. And so we get up there and immediately, as soon as we get in line, they separate Maggie and I. And we, they take us two different people, take us to two different places and they ask us, you know, why are we going to Israel and where are we coming from? And was there anyone who tried to give us anything in the airport to take with us? And, you know, and then uh, they really want, you. yeah, they want to verify everything. Um, and it was a little unnerving and uh, to the point that I had to show them like my Facebook pictures and my Facebook group to prove I'd been, that I'm a teacher and I was in with the F tours um, on this trip. So, um, so they did that and um, we went and we checked our bags and um, uh, we go and we, we kind of get into the area to sit and wait. And then I'm called up again. And again, same question. Why are you going? Who are you going with? Um, are you carrying What are you anything? doing in our country? Yeah, exactly. And I think that I was kind of the high alert one because I had no ties to Israel. I was just coming with Maggie. So, right. Um, so they did that there and I got to go sit back down, but then they called me back up again. The same person did. Wanted to ask me a couple more questions. You know, what was in my luggage? Um, if there was anything, you know, that would be harmful. Um, and a lot of the repeats, a lot of the same questions. Um, All different people, right? Yeah, different people. And then finally, so we're getting ready to board and get on the flight. And another guy pulls me out of line. And he's like, I wanted to let you know we went through your suitcase. Um, I wanted to ask and make sure the iPad that you have on there is just your iPad. It's never belonged to anybody else. And um, I was like, yeah, he's like, we took, he's like, I took the cover off. I went through it and everything. I just wanted to let you know. And I was like, oh, okay. Right. And so, so then finally we get on the plane and, and we fly to Tel Aviv and we rented a car. 
because Maggie's bold and daring like that. She's like, I'm gonna drive in a country. We don't know. She's on the wrong side of the road. No, right side of the road. It is uh, right side. Of the still road. same side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. normal side. Um, Maggie's a boss though. She is. She was. She was on it. So we rented a car and um, we drove to um, Ian Getty, which is where Asnot lives. Which Asnot is. A, it's Mike's astronaut. No, Asnot is her name. A S N A T. That's not nice to me. I'm just teasing. No, no. I don't want people making fun of your name. No. And I love Asnot. Asnot and I are friends on Facebook now, and she gets to see everything that goes on over here for us. So, um, but uh, she lives in Ian Getty, which is right on the Dead Sea. So I think it was about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minute drive from Tel Aviv once we rented the car. Okay. Um, and she lives on something called a kibbutz. What was the roads like? Roads were nice. I mean, like they were, they were pretty typical. Not that I think they're like torn up or anything. No, no, no. Maybe. Actually, they were, they were pretty nice. A couple potholes, you know, but not, so not. So you're nothing out of the ordinary. No, 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 nothing. So we drove out of city life into the desert because Ian Getty is in the desert. So beautiful, beautiful scenery. Um, but like I said, uh, Asnot lives on a kibbutz, which if you don't know anything about kibbutz living, it's like communal living. So like everything is in one place. Um, like they have a school on the kibbutz. Most people work either on the kibbutz or around the kibbutz. Um, they have a grocery store on the kibbutz. They have a dining hall where you can purchase meals if you'd rather go and eat someplace than cook at home. They have all these different houses where people live on the kibbutz and they have places to, to park their cars and everything. But it, it's very much communal living. And then there's a hotel that's connected to it as well, which is part of their income source, which is what we stayed in, which was like the resort kind of aspect of it. And, that, and they have a that spa. was like the nicest hotel you had. Oh my gosh, yes, it was gorgeous. Okay. It was gorgeous. Um, the surrounding views were amazing. Like I said, you're in the middle of the desert, you're at this like kind of little oasis. And it's just gorgeous. Really hot. High 90s. 100. Really hot. I think you brought that weather back over here with you. I wasn't trying to. It was, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, but we loved Ian Getty. We spent some time with Asmat. Um, she took us on a tour around everywhere. She was the one who took us down to the Dead Sea for my birthday because that's when it fell. It was on the Monday of my birthday. Right. Um, and we got to see the spa. Like I said, the kibbutz runs a spa. You got to see it. You didn't get to use the spa. Uh, we could have, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to do any treatments. We were, we were getting ready to go to Jerusalem that day, so it would have slowed down our. Okay. Our, our time. So this frame. is day two now. Yeah, we got there the first day. Went to went and stayed the first night there. Um, took a tour, and then we left in the afternoon after we went and saw the Dead Sea. Um, Dead Sea was amazing. Like I said, beautiful really hard to like wade or walk into because of all the salt right because it's dense I yes the, yes exactly um but uh then we said goodbye to Asmat um and drove back to Jerusalem which was closer to Tel Aviv they're pretty close to each other um and we stayed in a, just a little local hotel there it was really cute um uh Maggie's sister-in-law had recommended it. Oh, so you stayed at another hotel. You weren't in the same one the whole time? No, 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 because we stayed in Getty oh, first, and then we, we then we stayed in Jerusalem. That, okay. that was our final hotel. Right. Well, it wasn't our final one because we had to go back to Greece before we left. But um, then we were in Jerusalem, and Jerusalem was a whirlwind. We went everywhere. We spent a lot of time in the Old City. And for those of you who don't know about the Jerusalem Old City, it's divided into four quarters. There's the Christian Quarter, the Muslim Quarter, 
uh, the Armenian quarter and the Jewish quarter. And if you've wow. ever watched Aladdin, I swear, the bazaar, like when you walk down through the quarters and they're selling things, the bazaar is just like the guy who starts the story. You know, he wants to sell you things. The, night, the, the, the animated Aladdin. Yeah, the animated. Because we know Genie stole that role. Yeah, yeah, he did in the beginning of that one. But the animated one, the original story, they're trying to sell. He's trying to sell you things, mm-hmm. and he's the one. He's a storyteller who starts it off, and it's the same way. They try to stop you. They want you to buy things. They want to haggle with you. Yeah. They, I mean, exact same way. And there's like a like kind of a, a bizarre center, like a, a, a passageway in each of the quarters and everything. And in the Jewish quarter, there's actually people who live in that section of the old city. Most of the other ones is more like visitation and like tourism. Yeah, that okay. kind of stuff. Um, but uh, the Jewish quarter has more people actually living in it um, because there's Hasidic Jews, which if you've seen them before, they're they're normally dressed in black. They have the men wear the curls. Yes. The women are you know wear very plain outfits. Um, but they, there was a huge community, of course, of that in Jerusalem as well. We actually drove through that area. But um, we visited a lot of different holy places. I got to go see the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus was, which was probably the highlight of my trip. There was just something right. very spiritual about that. Well, yeah, I would think so. And then we got to um, see a lot of the different sites, like where Jesus was uh, nailed to the cross. And, and this all was within this church, actually, that was built um, in the old city, they built a church over uh, the sites. So they and, had the. You went to the site where Jesus is nailed to the cross, like yes, literally. Yes. As accurately as they can tell, obviously. Yes, okay. and actually, um, we went to the place where the tomb was that Jesus was laid into. Yeah. Um, and then we also were where where they laid his body after they took him down the cross. They they have the um, the slab of wood that he was laid onto when oh, they wow. took him down, and that's a that's a very big destination for for people to um to, to visit mm-hmm. and it's all within this church that was built over it because it was it was all within a central area um wow yeah i know and then um we also there was a tradition in there where you would get uh these candles you could buy the candles within the church and um say prayers for different things um like you know pray for peace for those who have, have uh, passed on and you know, pray for others who are still with us. And we did that as well. Um, and then we also, which was really, really awesome. We hired a driver. We really didn't intended to do this, but, uh, we, OC was, uh, uh, the driver that we met while we were there. He right. picked us up and, uh, we got to know him a little bit and no. he actually took us to yeah. Bethlehem. Was like, what kind of driver was it? Was this like a taxi? He was a taxi driver. Okay. He was a taxi driver. Um, uh, he was doing it to make a living. Um, he was 32, uh, an engineering major in school there in Jerusalem. Okay. So he's trying to better himself for his family and uh, had a little girl. I think she's like, I think she was like eight or nine months old. She was oh. adorable. He showed his pictures and everything. So, uh, you know, married, little girl, um, very nice guy. But he offered to drive us around to some of the different sites that weren't close right in the old city and then um, stay with us so we didn't have to worry about trying to pick up other another cab driver. Oh, wow. That was nice. Yeah, it was. It was really nice. Um, and he actually ended up being a, the one that, um, you know, just it picked us up the first day around the old city. And he took us back to the old city the second day when we wanted to go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, but he took us to Bethlehem. And, of course, Bethlehem, birth site of Jesus. Yep. Um, they built a church over that as well, which was very interesting because a lot of places, you know, claimed this, this 
holy areas and use them for worship. So they built our church over that. We went to Bethlehem. Bethlehem was really commercialized, uh, way more built up than I imagined. Um, And driving across when we came into, you know, Palestine uh, was because of the conflicts and everything that was going on was probably a little bit more dangerous than we should have been. But it was like it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. And O.C. goes over there. So he knows places. So we felt comfortable going with O.C. and. He stayed with us all day. Uh, we took him to lunch and everything like that. And uh, he took us to a nice restaurant. Was there a large military presence there? Yes, <laughs> very much so. Military was everywhere. Um, yes, and actually, uh, my understanding, if I'm correct, but don't you know, don't quote me on this. Everyone in Israel has to go into the military. Uh, I think that's true. Um, but I'm not. I, I can't tell you like. You know the. Except no, no, no. Except the Hasidic Jews. I'm sorry. They can they can claim uh, religious. Exclusion. The actress who plays Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, uh-huh. she was in the... Um, Israeli army? Yes. Yes, they all have to. Um, the only ones who can claim religious exemption is the Hasidic Jews, and they do. Um, but uh, very big military presence. So basically when you're old enough, which I believe it's still 18, mm. but you go into the military and I think it's a minimum of... I think, I think he said four years. I'm, I, I could yeah, wrong. I feel like that's right. I feel like um, she was in it for about four years. And then they, they can choose to go on and continue their service, or they can choose to, you know, exit and go to school or whatever they want to do, want to pursue afterwards. So, but everyone in Israel, except, like I said, religious exemptions, is in the military. Wow. Yeah, I know. Girls, too, which was crazy to yeah. me, because, of course, in our country, it's kind of changed. Now, girls are accepted in the military, but it was definitely more recently than... than uh, one would lead to believe. Yeah, so. over in Israel. Yeah. All right, so you had OC? OC. Okay, you had OC all day as your tour guide. Yeah. Um, now it's Palestine. Yeah, right? we went. Yeah, that's when we went to Bethlehem. That okay. was our, the first day we explored the old city, went to the sites I, I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And then the second day was like Garden of Gethsemane. Um, there was a beautiful view. We took us up to see all of Jerusalem, the old city and new, oh, wow. which is really awesome. And then he took us to Bethlehem, um, and so we spent, you know, time there as well. Okay. Uh, so you hit. So you head back to your your second hotel yes. in Israel. Mm-hmm. And then, how much more time do you have there? Well, after that, because that was our day two and three exploration. Mm-hmm. The last day was basically we got up and we. Uh, Maggie wanted to go back to the old city one last time, so we made a brief visit to the old city in the morning. Just kind of walked around. Um, she wanted to look around a little bit more, and then um, we just got in the rental car and drove to Tel Aviv. Okay. Because that's where we had to fly out of. But we didn't. Our flight wasn't till like it was four or five in the evening. Yeah. So we went down to the beach in Tel Aviv because that's a popular destination as for people. That's where they go to the beach. Is Tel Aviv, and it was beautiful. We ate uh, breakfast along the beach. Um, and then walked around into the little shops. I actually got a foot massage, an Asian foot massage. An Asian foot massage in Tel Aviv. Yes. Hmm. Yes, they have uh, lots of foot massage um, parlors along the like the little shopping areas. Yeah. So and they specialize in like quick foot massage and. Um, so we had time, and, and Maggie was like, oh, I really would like a massage. And I was like, oh, well, that sounds great, especially because my legs had been swelling so much. Oh, yeah. I was like, that might be good to get my circulation going before we get ready for these big flights that we're about to take back to the United States. So we did that, and it was really nice, and they, they were very nice people. 
Although we did, I should tell you, we walked in the first one we went into to go into, and they were kind of shady because at first they they were the first massage parlor. Yeah, because we went in one first. I mean, the first one we saw, we went in, and we told them we just wanted a foot massage, like half an hour, and they told us how much. And uh, Maggie was going to use her credit card because she didn't have that much cash on her. Right. And um, they were like, no, we only take cash. Yeah, they basically only wanted shekel, which okay. is what it was. And Maggie's like, well, I can go to the ATM or whatever. So they told us how much it was and everything. So she, we were walking down the ATM, and I don't think they believed we'd come back. So we came back to that one, and they were like, uh, no, we're busy for a while. And so I think it was one of those, like, they were very pretty girls up front, very short shorts, very... Yeah. And so I, I think it was more than a massage place. Oh. Yeah. But they weren't looking for Maggie and I for customers. Gotcha. Oh, because Maggie and I weren't going to pay what they wanted. So. Oh, okay. You see it out of the corner of your eye, at the end of an alleyway that didn't exist before. The light seems to flicker and threatens to sputter out. It's a theater, and there's only one film playing. You don't recognize the title, although it stirs something in your mind. Welcome! To the Mirage, the theater of movies that do not exist. Cinematic Mirage is a podcast exclusive to the Domicile of Dread Patreon about films that were greenlit that never made it to the silver screen. Join Thomas DJ as he explores how the projects came together, why they stopped production, and what they may have been about. It's free to all patrons at the $5 a month level or more. To learn more and to sign up, go to patreon.com slash DJ's Domicile of Dread. Cinematic Mirage. A seat's waiting for you. The second place you went to? The second place we went to was really nice. They were, uh, the, um, it was interesting again because the uh, older woman didn't speak much English, but then there was a younger, like either niece or granddaughter or something, and she spoke, and, and then a son or a grandson, or you know, they both spoke, both spoke. Uh, English very well so we got our foot massage there and then by that time we had to get the rental car back to uh, the airport before we flew out of Jerusalem back to Greece did you run into very many language barrier problems surprisingly no like not at all like everyone in Italy and Greece and Israel all spoke English yeah like and all the signs well most of the signs everywhere there was a couple places in Israel that didn't had everything also translated into English which made me feel like a, a kind of a jerk because everybody comes to America and we expect you to know English I know right I mean it did make me feel kind of like a jerk um but then we flew back to Greece um we had a hotel that was not too far from the airport and it had a free shuttle, which was nice and easy. But we got there like five minutes too late that night that we flew in. So we had to wait an extra hour for the shuttle oh. um, at the airport for it to come back again. And then we almost all of the people we were waiting on it didn't fit on the shuttle. And by the time we actually got to the uh, hotel in Greece or in Athens, because we were staying in Athens, it was almost midnight. And then we had to get back up at 5.30. So we basically... Yeah, and then we had to get back up to be at the airport at least two hours early, take the shuttle back to the airport, 
And then uh, we and you flew. don't sleep on planes. No. I mean, not, I tried to, but really it was a day flight. I get on a plane and I'm knocked out. Yeah, and it was a day flight. I don't do it. I mean, like night flight, I did sleep on it on the way over. Day flight, I'm not as good. Yeah. So then we flew, of course, from Athens back to New Jersey. And we had a little bit of a layover in New Jersey. That's where I started having all those phone issues and we were trying to get my text messages back in and yeah. uh, all that craziness there. And then I think we had about we had about an hour and a half extra in New Jersey while we waited before we flew back to uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. And then... And then Roxy and, and yeah. Michael picked us up. I was going to say Maggie, Maggie's uh, son and brother uh-huh. uh, picked you up. Yep. And Roxy went the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you should have been home before midnight. Yeah, Roxy started driving towards Pittsburgh, right? No. Like no. No, he was driving like towards like well, the, more the lakes. Like he was headed oh. west, west, like hard west. He's heading towards Philly. Yeah, like okay. he was. Well, that's not west. That's no, west. Philly would be a north. Yeah. But he was heading like Lake Erie, kind of like okay. headed towards the lakes and stuff. All right. So um. Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. He's kind of gone. He's kind of gone northwest. So, and then we, but we didn't realize that for almost 30 minutes, so. Oh, gotcha. Because we thought Roxy knew where he was going. You got dropped off, and I let you in the house. And, yeah, you did. And, and you weren't. Drug your bag in, and then excited I. Excited to see me. And... I was, I was going through a lot. I was excited to see you. It's okay. I'd left you for almost two weeks. What do you, so. what do you mean that I wasn't excited to see you? kind of like a handshake and a hi. Those of you that are married or in serious relationships, you probably know a handshake. A handshake and a high. It's not a good greeting. I gave you a hug and a kiss. There was something. And then I was ready to crawl in a bed. Yeah, it was after midnight. I was like, all right, it's like, all right, you're home. I can actually get back to normal sleep patterns. I'm going to bed. (laughs) And you're like, I don't want, like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. What do you mean? I know. That was the only. I was was, so excited to see you. That was the only night out of the whole time you were gone. Where I actually was laying in bed before, like, at some point, and I didn't go, and I actually went to sleep. I actually fell asleep probably about 11-ish, and I fell asleep. And you, obviously, you had to be let in, so that was fine. That was the only night I was literally in bed and let myself fall asleep and had no trouble doing it. Because you knew I was back in the United States. Well, that helped. (laughs) And in Pittsburgh. That, That definitely helped the time. So you had a quite the eventful 13 days or whatever it was. It was a trip of a lifetime. Yeah. It was a trip of a lifetime. And I'm so blessed. And I'm so glad that Joel invited me to go. And I'm so glad that you were okay with me going. Because that was I a long... I hated it. It was awful. That was you a can't long... do it again. Sorry. Oh, that was a long, long trip. But it was so... I mean, you know me. I, I'm, a, I'm a traveler. Like, I want to do things like that. Yeah. I loved going to Jamaica. I've, I mean, I've been to Paris. I've been to London. Leah I mean, loved it. We went to Jamaica, too. I mean, that's where, how she came about. I'm sure she did. Right. Um, and, you know, like, this is just, it was exciting. It was, I mean, memorable. It was everything I hoped for and more. Other than the swelling in my legs, I didn't for that. Oh, I'm glad that, uh, that you got to go. Thank you. I appreciate it. And that you enjoyed yourself. I did. I did. I really did. Um, I, I, I'm not sad that I didn't go because, again, I wasn't ready to leave Aaliyah by herself that long. I agree. She's it's not like she'd been by herself by herself. But no, like, but with my with mom, mom or, or you know, Christian or, yeah. or Brandy. I mean, like, there would have been people that she probably would have traded off with, but it would have been... I know it was hard for Joel and Melissa, you yeah. know, leaving Jace. You know, he's little, and 
I mean, Joel's parents took him for that time, but I, as a, a parent of a young child, I'm sure any of you who have young kids know it's hard to be away from them for shoot overnight. We're coming back from an overnight trip and we can't wait to see Aaliyah now, so. Yeah. So, are you gonna, are you gonna go on the next one? Um, so I have not been invited to go on the next one yet. They do not have that many people going as of yet. Okay. And Melissa's running this one. So this one's being run out of Mountaineer Middle. Okay. So Melissa's going and Aaron Wanat, who is uh, the West Virginia Studies teacher at Mountaineer, um, who they've kind of co-taught together, mm -hmm. um, are going right now. But they can only, like I said, the ratio is one to every six. And the last time I checked, I think they only had like 13 or 14 people signed up. So right now the ratio has not hit to add a third person. Melissa has not, or has already told Joel he's not allowed to go. Right. So I'm hoping maybe if they end up meeting a third person. Do you think you won't get invited because you always beat their team in the history book? Oh, no. Aaron and I, actually Aaron and I get along really well now. Um, you know, we didn't really know each other and you know it was very competitive in the beginning because when I don't know people I'm just competitive and I just always want to beat you but I, I like I like Erin um, she's young and you just want to go on the trip you know I, that has nothing to do with the trip <laughs> that's kind of mean to say actually. I'm just teasing wow. and you're hateful on the I'm on, not hateful on a podcast I'm not falling to this anymore it's a joke will you um, stop no but I like Erin because um, she's just really a nice genuine person like in the know her I got to spend some more time with her on this trip um and you know just interacting with her more because Melissa knows her and Joel you know so it's it's definitely given me a different perspective um not about near middle fan but you know that's not part of really here nor there but sure they're not took the shot didn't you I, yeah. and I just got yelled at yeah but you know okay go, go science um but no, but I do love Melissa and uh, Joel, and I really enjoy Erin because, like I said, I got to know her more, and um, I'm glad that I got to know her more on the trip. Uh, where are they going this year? So Melissa is taking, and actually, you know, um, Ivy's going to go to the meeting. Ivy and them may go. Oh, that's right. She was talking to me about that. Um, they are going to England, the United Kingdom. And um, Just England? Yeah. Their focus is going to be to see major sites in London and then the surrounding areas. They're going to do some Shakespeare-themed um, visits and um, some stuff with plays. And oh, wow. So it's really an English teacher's dream, you know, like Melissa, because Melissa, actually her background is English, not just gifted. And then Maggie's very excited because actually Maggie signed up to go on this trip, too. Um, again, English teacher's dream, just because of all these things. And then they're going to do a lot of the typical things you see in London that uh, everybody wants to see. So um, I'm really excited for them. So whether I get to go or not, I think they'll, they'll, the trip will be really, really great. I hope Ivy gets to go on it and, and BG and Will or, or whoever wants to go because I think they'll really enjoy it. Well, there, there was like a whole whole big old scene in the new Spider-Man that took place in London. So oh, now, really? Now I feel like I need to go. Um, so you have to stay home with Aaliyah and I'm going to go. Well, you better start raising that money then. What's that supposed to mean? Because those trips are not cheap. It's like $350. No, that's if Melissa takes you as a chaperone. That's what I mean. Oh, you're going to tell Melissa she needs to take you. Yeah, I'm you sure. stay okay. and, I, and I'm going to London. Okay. I would let you do that. Although that's going to exhaust your vacation days, so we're not going anywhere with us then. When you get back, we're going on trips. Oh my. I'm just saying. You can go. Have fun. You can Actually, go. Melissa but... would probably enjoy having someone, you know, like a guy on the trip to help, which would be nice. 
Because Joe can't go. Yeah, but now you're like, yeah, but it's your family vacation. Well, you won't have enough days. I'm sorry, I love you. I love get, you too, but you, you pretty much said, pretty much said it's either London or your family. No. That's, that's what I heard. I just said, yeah, and we know you hear lots of things. We know this. Probably Who all your. We? we? We, as in everyone. I'm sure any of your other co-hosts would say the same thing too. Uh, Marcus wouldn't say that. I don't know, Marcus. I'll, I'll call Marcus right now. Marcus would. It is. He'd probably say, I was trying to tell you something. It's 12 o'clock. You're hearing what you want to hear. It's 12 o'clock in San Antonio. Let's call Marcus. I mean, he's going to tell you. Yeah, he'll probably agree with you. I, that's what I'm saying. I know what I'm talking about. But the thing is, none of my friends want to disagree with you. They always take your side. I know. It's because I'm so lovely. <sighs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Angel's... Uh, European vacation. <laughs> um, Chevy Chevy Chase stayed home. And yeah. I guess I just called myself Chevy Chase, so that's awkward. <laughs> I guess she's Beverly D'Angelo, so that, that works out. Um, Alright, um, do you have any words of wisdom you want to say to the people? Uh, I Anything. Would just, I would just say when, you know, like the best thing, the best thing about traveling is, you know, the new experiences and the, the awesome memories you make from it but also make sure you're very aware of where you're traveling and you do some research before you go especially if you're going to countries and especially if you're traveling on your own I should say that you know Israel um, Maggie and I did do a lot of research before we went and kind of looked into things and make sure we were very aware of what was going on in the country um, what we needed to have with us um, you know like I said it was still shocking with the uh, you know how we were Treated. Greeted. <laughs> treated, greeted, yeah. Treated or greeted. But um, it, it definitely is important for you to know where you're going and understand both the culture and, um, you know, policies, government, you know, everything like that because you want to make sure wherever you are that you're being safe and smart. So make sure you do that research. Um, and take lots of pictures because the memories... you may never make it back. The memories last forever. They do. I encourage travel always. And print travel out often. your pictures. That's my words of wisdom. Print out your pictures. You, you, people need to start printing more pictures. Because when I was watching that video game, because y'all know I do that, I was watching Days Gone. There's this one scene where Deacon, the main character, is talking to this colonel. And the colonel is like, this is a picture of me and my wife. Uh, this is the only picture I have of us because everything else was in the cloud. And when society collapsed, so did the cloud. True. And I was like, damn, that's that's kind of that kind of tough. That, like all everything is so digitally linked now. And if it goes away, and if it goes, it, it goes, man. We we don't have. I mean, externals are great, but I mean, if you don't have power, then how are you going to get your external come on? Right. So, print, print a few pictures. That's my words of yeah. wisdom for today. Carry those special ones in your wallet. Yeah. You've always did. Yeah, hang, hang up some pictures. Just, just do something. Uh, besides, just it's great to take photos and stuff, but sometimes it's also great to have that physical copy. Yes. Not that I'm predicting the fall of society anytime soon. Not. Anywho, this has been Hyphen Nation, the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast, brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group, the Morgantown, West Virginia-based podcast collective, bringing great podcasts to the people. And as always, it's also sponsored by. The marcrob.wordpress.com. That's Mark Rob. That is Marcus's blog where he writes all kinds of great stuff. And he's been debating about writing about the new Tarantino movie. We 
we talked about a little talked about a little bit on uh, the, the Spider-Man episode. Um, but always keep your eye on that space, or just read some of his old stuff because always I think it's great, and I think he uh, puts a lot of work into it. Um, and oh, uh, recommendation. Uh, I'm going to do a recommendation for Fresh Fest because that's what me and Angel came up to Pittsburgh for. Yeah. Um, it is uh, the nation's first black um, brewing festival, black beer festival, in their second year. And it's um, done with uh, Dave Bracey and Ed Bailey of the Drinking Partners podcast in Pittsburgh. And a whole bunch of other people made this thing work. So we checked it out last night, yesterday evening, afternoon. Evening. Well evening. worth it. And it, it was pretty awesome. Lots of vendors, great music, great vibes. Everybody was super chill. Great. There was live music. There was tons of food. Smoked mac and cheese was worth it, even though Angel waited 40 minutes for it. Oh, my gosh. Efficiency, uh, people. Efficiency. The, uh, what did we get? The garlic. Oh, those garlic crab fries. The garlic crab fries. They oh. were amazing. Yeah, that was our snack when we first got mm-hmm. That was good. We tried a lot of beer. Would um, like some more cider maybe next year, if anybody hears this. Yeah, a- Angel, everybody's going to hear this. Angel didn't have a lot of ciders. At but that one, what was it, the leaning cask? Mm-hmm. Oh, my, that hibiscus, I forget what it was. Yeah, because you were afraid, were afraid it was going to be flowery. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. And that girl, what was the name of the one that we that had the red velvet ale? Oh, I don't remember her name. Oh, that well, was... She, was, she made cupcakes and she made red velvet yes. ale. I mean, like, that's the best of both worlds. Yeah, because you had a cupcake. Yes, and the red velvet ale. I, I didn't want to mess with any desserts or anything oh, like that. Oh, it was worth it. And then I want to send a shout-out to that uh, that artist who was carving the books. Oh, my goodness, um, yes. Her name, uh, it was earthmetalpaper.com, and her name was uh, J. Kelly Caldwell. And she literally was taking, they were like blank books. I don't think they had any text in them or anything like that. Hardbound books, hardcover books. And she carved the side of the books and she had faces and yeah, there were she had portraits the, beer and there fe- were... the uh, Fresh Fest logo. She had a, a Tupac one, a Nipsey Hussle one, uh, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh-huh. Her stuff was pretty cool. So I recommend that you check her out. But we had a great time. I saw Day. Uh, Day actually remembered who I was. So I felt good. And uh, I, we definitely want to come back again next year. So yes, and we encourage others to try it. Follow them on Facebook, Fresh Fest. Um, that's how you keep updated with everything and then uh, always support the Drinking Partners podcast again that's two comedians Ed Bailey and Dave Racy um, they, they, I think they're almost to 200 episodes they might be past 200 now uh, they've been doing it for a few years now and uh, um, they're good they, uh, they're good people and I was happy to be able to go out and support and check out what they're doing because it was a great event yeah, yeah definitely I think something that we'll be going to in the future I, I'd say so so, with all that said, thank you for listening to uh, Angel talk about her trip. Yes, I've been wanting to have her get on here and do it. Your fourth appearance is now in the books. Yeah. It may be her last because she thinks I'm, I'm mean on here now. He is a little mean, people. I mean, like, I just don't know what's going on. Don't be such a hater. We gotta work on that. You and Aaliyah sometimes. You're talking to me like a Walter Jeffrey. Oh, Walter Jeffrey. That's who you need a guest appearance. How about you he, he, What does he do? I don't know if he tell, you call it barking, what you call it, he does. Wines. But, oh, I don't know if Walter Jeffrey's the worst. He tells a story. If you've not checked out Walter Jeffrey, 
don't do it. He's adorable. That's not a recommendation. It is a recommendation, nope. Walter mm-hmm. Jeffrey. Nope, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Pretty Maddie. Please don't do it. To the side because Walter Jeffrey takes a spotlight. Pretty Maddie. She's talking about these French bulldogs. No, Pretty Maddie's not a French bulldog. Pretty Maddie's something else. Walter Jeffrey's a French bulldog. Yeah, check it out. He's cute. Don't check you it out. You can follow him. On don't. Facebook. Don't. Twitter. I think he has an Instagram. So, check it out. That's my recommendation. You don't recommend Fresh Fest? Oh, I recommend that too, but I thought... You, you only get one. Okay, Fresh Fest for both of us. And Walter Jeffrey. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. What's the name of the show? Hyphenation. Okay. I'm just checking. Advertising. No, you, you were at loss for words yesterday, so... No, I, I knew I knew it. I just didn't, you know. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's been a very long week. It has been, but we had a relaxing... And it was my last full week off, you know. We have had a relaxing almost 24 hours, though. We have. It's we been had a nice. fantastic time together. We don't get it that often. No, it was really nice. Yeah. Thanks, and everybody, for listening about my trip. Shout out to Walter's Southern Barbecue. Walter's yeah, Barbecue. We Walter's checked it barbecue. out. That was really Second good. Second time I've been there in Pittsburgh. That was delicious too. And all the vendors. Yeah. We had a great time. Anyway, we, we're uh, 17 minutes away from home. So yeah. I guess the only thing left to say is uh, thanks y'all. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid an exposure.